Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. drink, 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 drink. Welcome to Drinking Bros, episode 300. Holy shit, 300 episodes. Man, uh, it's incredible. We started off in uh, Jared's garage in Texas, El Paso with a bunch of shitty mics. Uh, we've since moved to uh, million dollar buildings and all that other bullshit and cameras and uh, fancy microphones and everything. I, I don't know which is better, to be honest with you. Getting drunk in the garage, sweating our asses off or, uh, you know, making products and books and movies and, and coffee and stuff that's all over the world. Uh, either way, we are extremely grateful to you guys listening uh, for the last three years and uh, to all these 300 episodes. The show continues to grow and grow. Last month was, was our highest month ever, um, and uh, it's, it's amazing. Um, today's show, I know for 100 we had uh, live sex on air. Um, that one is still beyond legendary. Uh, for episode 200, we felt the pressure of trying to get uh, even wilder with it, and we were about to pull off a threesome. Uh, with people who had never met before. At the last second, they backed out. Now that we're doing so many shows a week, we're doing three shows a week now with the Drinking Bros Sports Companion show. 300 and 400, all that stuff's going to come up quick. So we, we decided we'll do something big for 1,000. Um, and yeah, we are, we are, we're going to do 1,000 episodes. Uh, more if we can. We're going to keep this going as, as long as uh, the powers that be um, keep us alive, uh, I guess you could say. Um, so we're, we're going to keep doing this forever. So uh, on this one, we just decided to have everyone back on the show. Everyone. Uh, Rocco is, is obviously filming in Los Angeles uh, for the Sons of Anarchy spinoff, The Mayans, that starts uh, September 4th. So he's knee-deep in shooting in Los Angeles, but we got everybody else back on uh, that, that you know and love. We got, uh, obviously, Evan Hafer, uh, Matt Best, Jared Taylor, we got Bert Koontz in the house. Uh, we got Crispy Abia is back with us. Uh, Baker Leavitt's here. Um, and Buster's here. Uh, Bert Koontz's partner. I mean, it's uh, we ran the whole gamut, you know? Uh, and you know Jared Caputego Taylor is on the fucking show. So uh, we're going to hop into that in a second. But, but first, you know the rules. After 300 episodes, we surprisingly still have some fucking sponsors who pay for this whole shit to be on the air. First and foremost, uh, this one's not a sponsor. This one's mine. Uh, this is this is my book. It's my new one. Uh, everybody loved the last one. At night she cries while he rides a steed. This is the sequel. When darkness falls, he doesn't catch it. Man, I've been hyping this for the last couple months now. Uh, we're less than six days away from the release on August 14th. You can pre-order now. I've been talking about the New York Times bestseller list. We've been keeping up with the numbers uh, as of today, we're about 980 copies away from the list. Um, we're, we're super fucking close with a week to go. You can also buy it during opening week uh, as well, and those numbers will count. The numbers end on August 20th. Um, so if you're at home right now, please, you've been a diehard listener of the show. I've never personally asked you to buy anything. It's just, it's just this one time, 20 bucks. Go on Amazon.com and pick up uh, When Darkness Falls. He doesn't catch it. You can go on BarnesandNoble.com and you know all the other book retail 
outlets as well. But Amazon.com is going to give it to you on the day that it's released, um, which is rad, and it's fucking easy. Um, my last dream on this earth is, is to become a New York Times bestseller, and that's it. That's it after that. Um, I, I, the Drinking Bros community has been behind me this, this entire way. We're super close, 980 copies. So if you haven't bought one, just buy one, 20 bucks, and uh, I'll never fucking talk about it again. Uh, I might bring it up around Christmas uh, or Thanksgiving, but uh, that, but that'll be it. And and I greatly appreciate all the feedback and love and, and everybody uh, sharing the post and sharing the Amazon links and all that stuff online. It's truly meant the world. And again, we're only 980 copies away uh, to making the list, and and that would be fucking unbelievably special to me. So uh, please go out and buy it if you have not. I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, next up, we got BlackRifleCoffee.com. I might run a, lo- a little long in the sponsors tonight just simply because I, I want to take the time to thank them. Uh, Black Rifle Coffee, when we started this show um, at episode one, was Evan in his garage making the coffee by himself. Um, Matt and Jared uh, were, were not involved. Uh, Evan had reached out to them, and uh, they all came together. And now, you know, less than three short, li- three short years later, they are a massive mega company. Uh, that is everywhere. They are on Joe Rogan. They are on Shapiro. They are on Hannity now. Uh, they are sponsors of the UFC. Um, they are sponsors of NASCAR, the NHL. I mean, as far as a, a veteran-owned company goes, uh, I don't know how you could be a more shining example than what these guys have been able to do. And um, I know I'm not too serious all the time on these fucking shows, but uh, this is one thing I'm serious about. One, because it's my, my, my best friends. But two, look, I've always been passionate about veteran causes, which is how we all met in the first place during uh, the making of Range 15 and everything. And to see a company grow this quickly with everybody's support um, and, and how great their product is on a day-in and day-out basis, even though they're my best friends, I, I buy this shit like a consumer. And uh, if it sucks, I, I wouldn't order it. Um, I've been a, a member of their Coffee Club of the Month for about two years now, and never once have they missed a, a date or a shipment or a package, and uh, I've always had the best quality coffee, and that's that's all I could ask for. Uh, their apparel and their mugs and all that shit are second to none. Uh, super grateful to, to Black Rifle Coffee for uh, for doing not only this show, but uh, Ross Patterson Revolution. Uh, they pay for the producers and the editors and, and all of this shit, so uh, I love those guys. Support them. Go to uh, blackriflecoffee.com. Type in the promo code Drinking bros for a one-time use of 20% off. Uh, next up, strikeforceenergy.com. Uh, yet again, man, another, another veteran-owned company and another one of our day one homies, man. I, I, think, I think these guys have been on since uh, maybe show 10 or 20. And here we are, you know, 300 episodes deep. And I, look, I, I feel the same way. Uh, about Strikeforce Energy, man. I, they make a, an unbelievably quality product. Uh, the reason why it's probably stuck around on the show for so long is because all you guys are drinking it. Us in real life, we drink this shit all the time. Um, and, and that's no lie. I mean, fuck, we go out to bars and we bring it to bars and, and restaurants and shit like that. Like, we love StrikeforceEnergy.com. Um, their energy drink, I, I think, truthfully, and this is like no bullshit, uh, is, is that, that's the energy drink of the future. And, and I think... You know, if they had a giant marketing budget like Monster or Red Bull, they'd be right there with them. Uh, I, ha- I have no doubt um, in my mind. Uh, they have four amazing flavors, original, orange, uh, lemon, and make America grape again. They got a 10-pack, a 40-pack, and a 750-milliliter bottle that rests on your 
your your your bar top or countertop. You can just boom boom pop a couple of squirts in and go. Go to strikeforceenergy.com. Type in the promo code Drinking Bros, and that's good every time. And they ship everywhere in the entire world. So feel free to fucking branch out and go get them there. Uh, next up, we've got ghostbed.com. Sleep so good, it's scary. Right, look, Ghostbed's been a sponsor now for more than a year, man. Um, and that, look, another product we use every single day. I uh, love their mattresses, love their pillows. That That's legit, man. Somebody just uh, hit me up today and was just like, yo, is the fucking ghost bed the truth or not? Like, I'm moving. I need it shipped to my house. And I was like, dude, it is. Uh, I, I've got, I think, two or three. I know Matt does, too. Like, we all have them in our fucking house, and that's real. Uh, I wouldn't ask anybody to, or, or we wouldn't, um, as a sponsor, we wouldn't say, hey, go out and buy this bed if it was a piece of shit. Because buying a mattress is a, it's kind of an expensive purchase. So I'm not, we're not going to fuck you guys on this. Like we sleep on these mattresses every night. We use them every night. And if we didn't, we wouldn't ask you to buy something that, that expensive. Uh, and the beauty of, of ghostbed.com is uh, uh, they ship the mattresses, but they also have a pay-as-you-go plan. So you don't have to pick it up anywhere. It just gets dropped off your house. You, you rip it open out of the package and boom, you're ready to go. Uh, and their, their pillows are fucking phenomenal. Like they're the best. They've also set up a, a, a page for the Drinking Bros listeners specifically, where they're offering unbelievable deals that they're not offering anybody else. So go to ghostbed.com forward slash Drinking Bros. Uh, you get a, I think every time you buy a mattress, you get free pillows. Uh, they've also got bundle packages where you get $400 off. They get like a Craftmatic. Uh, they got cooling mattresses. They got sheets. Um, Ghostbed is, is fucking awesome. So go to ghostbed.com forward slash Drinking Bros and check out all of the exclusive deals because uh, they're incredible. Uh, next up, we've got grillyourassoff.com. Grill your ass off, man. New to the show, but true to the show. Uh, love these guys, man. They're making some of the best uh, spices and seasonings in the business. Crispy, who is actually on the show today, uh, has his own line of, of spices as well that I always pron- mispronounce every episode. Habanero. Um, I'm not. Look, I'm not Spanish. Never pretended to be. Uh, but they got, they got seasonings for uh, chicken, steak, pork, uh, you name it. Um, eggs. Fuck it, man. Uh, they've got cooking videos on YouTube. They've got uh, uh, beef jerky, which is second to none, in my opinion. I, I fucking eat the, the, the goddamn beef jerky all the time. The sweet and spicy is amazing, but the four-pack is uh, where you're getting your best deal. It's four for $25. And uh, talking about cowboy, original, uh, salt and pepper, and then uh, the sweet and spicy. That's my jam. Uh, they've also got uh, pint glasses up, dude. Grill your ass off pint glasses and T-shirts. Go to grillyourassoff.com. Uh, yet again, another veteran-owned company. You're going to buy seasonings to cook with uh, this this summer anyways for barbecues. Might as well do it from a veteran-owned company. Type in the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 15% off at, uh, at Grill Your Ass Off. Uh, next up, we've got BattleBox.com. BattleBox.com has, has been on the show off and on for the last two years, man. Uh, them and Grenade Soap, we fucking love these guys. This is this is what it's like, man. This is what it's like to have Christmas once a month in your mailbox every single year. They make survival gear and tactical gear and, uh, and shit for every... They make a box for every situation. So if there's a fucking hurricane or a tornado or a power outage or, you know, you need a first aid kit, uh, you can buy these boxes and truthfully, you should have these on you. Uh, one in your house and, and one in your car, to be honest with you, in case shit pops off. They've even got a fucking apocalypse box in case the whole world goes to shit uh, and liberals fucking end up taking over. <laughs> let's let's be honest, that will never happen. 
Um, but but go there, uh, check out all their boxes. Uh, they got boxes that range from you know twenty four bucks a month all the way up to one hundred and fifty a month. Uh, the Pro Plus. Um, the Pro Plus is what everybody gets, just simply because when you go on their website and look at all the fucking dope ass shit you get in that box once a month. Dude, it is fucking insane the cool shit you get in there. And they're giving you a free knife, a different knife every single month. Uh, Battlebox.com. That's B-A-T-T-L-B-O-X.com. There's no E in Battlebox. Uh, use the, the promo code Drinking Bros for a one-time use of 20% off. And it's fucking worth it, man. You're going to want to keep one of these boxes on you and, and in your car at all times. I can promise you that. Uh, and then last but not least, Kimber. KimberAmerica.com. Uh, Kimber's making some of the finest firearms on the planet these days. Um, shit, I, I, they're, they're new to this show. They were, we're, this is our third month with Kimber, but uh, we're stoked to have them on. I mean, fuck, man. A, a, a brand as tried and true as Kimber. For them to, to, uh, to take a chance on us, um, a crazy show like this where we, we go off the fucking rails every episode is amazing. Um, they have no promo code because they don't have to. Uh, their firearms are fucking incredible, and uh, they just don't need it. But they're making some of the best on the planet. And I, I know I say this every show, but uh, everybody says you don't have a proper gun collection unless you own a, own a Kimber 1911, and uh, I agree with them. Go to KimberAmerica.com, uh, peruse their entire catalog. And again, there's no promo codes. They're just a big fan of the show. They're a big fan of the Drinking Bros community, uh, and they, they wanted to be a part of it, and we're grateful to have them. Uh, we're also grateful to have you guys, uh, not only as sponsors, but we're, we're grateful to everybody listening out there and, uh, and supporting the show all of these years. Again, we're not going to stop anytime soon. Uh, you know, as busy as everybody gets and um, some people are in and out of shows, uh, uh, some of them aren't consistent. We've had a bunch of Hollywood actors on. We've had musicians. We've had athletes. Uh, you name it. Uh, we're, we're trying to be as diverse as we can and, and give you as much entertainment as we possibly can for free because the show is for free um three times a week and uh, uh we we hope you enjoy it uh we're, we're glad you're still supporting us and we're grateful you're still listening uh ladies and gentlemen here is episode 300 wow of uh, drinking bros podcast Episode 300, dog. Wow. Episode 300. 300 fucking episodes. 300 hours of us talking. There's nothing that Evan loves more. That's a lot. (laughs) Yeah, if you think about that and you quantify it, that we actually have spoke for probably 300, if not more, hours. More, because some of these shows were cut. um, And some of the audience doesn't even know some of the shows that were burned. Jared and I did one maybe three weeks ago that... Was so awful. Um, <laughs> really, oh I didn't even know about this. Yeah, yeah because oh my we deleted God. it the second we walked out of that room. Really, it, it, yeah. it, it was it was probably some of the worst shit we've ever said on the planet. And if that yeah. if that episode aired, I think Black Rifle Coffee somebody would have torched it to the ground. Maybe wow. within <laughs> seconds after it it aired. Wow. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, then I don't want to know because it, it, it um, does not yeah. even exist anymore. Like nowhere on anybody's hard drive. This isn't one one of those things that's going to pop up later. I mean, it wasn't that bad. It was just really stupid. Really, we were la- we were laughing against each other. I'm not. I'm not. Even, I'm not even going to bring up Tardos for Taylor. That's for oh, another. God. God. <laughs> for, that's for a. That's for a private moment. That's for an intimate moment. That is not for <laughs> the the public's ears. 
Uh, well, on a fun setting there, uh, we have Crispy, a.k.a. Omar Avia, on the show today. It yeah. actually goes the other way, but um, <laughs> I'm conditioned to say Crispy these days. How are you, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. Got a battling uh, an infection, but I'm good. Yeah, you. Uh, he, I, I gave Crispy an infection. Um, yep. I'm sorry. Well, you I give him, him I give him always I always give him affection, but by giving him affection sometimes I give him an infection. Yeah. Ah, yes. It's on his um it's on the good leg actually, right? Yeah. I, I knew I shouldn't have came to your house. Yeah. I should well, I should have just gone with Evan. God. Yum, 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 a lot yum, of yum. us a lot of us have felt the same way the night after. You know? You know? <laughs> like you don't remember what happened after nine after Matt made you a drink. <laughs> You're just sore. I just like roofing all my guy friends. Well, wait, just like yeah. the first time I did stay at your house, I woke up all scraped up and I was like, What happened? And you were like, Oh, you fell off the lawnmower. No, like, no, no. Like I, I put catnip in all your orifices and just put a couple felines in there. That's mm. what that was from. I didn't accost you. That was you you were covered in pussy, uh, but you know I didn't think that was gonna happen. I brought him a, a a freaking pig that I smoked for like eight hours, and then I leave sick. And I was like, all right, cool. Just for clarification, I didn't get you sick, but yes, the pig was fucking amazing. Crispy shows up with his giant ass cooler, just throws it down, pops it open, and there's how big was that pig? Probably fifty, 50 pounds. pounds? Yeah. yeah, I think it's delicious. I got like six bags of pork in my uh, fridge still. I kept sending JT the pictures, and I was like, "That's what you get for not being here." Well, delicious. Jared's on a diet, and he's at fucking spin class now. That was the text I got last night. You want to? You were in spin <laughs> class? I did. I did. I went to spin last night. It was it was fun. Hot spin. Yeah, it was really hot. Did you wear the spandex as well? Or? I did not. I, I definitely wore my cat shorts. You what? know, it's it's kind of a creepy mood but, move. But if you go into a spin class and sit in the back and then when they have to stand up, it's not the worst visuals ever. I'm just, that's what I told Justin when I came in. I go, you realize that this spin place is right next to your house and it was nothing but 30 women in there. And he was like, oh, check it out. Justin who? Our Justin. In the other huh. room. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> like, who are you hanging out with? Yeah, Justin. Just, <laughs> yes. First name basis already. Oh, me and Justin. It's just the, the dude I met at the bar. He comes over and we do spin class and hot yoga together. He's my spin class guy. Well, I, yeah. I completely killed myself way above my ability because I was there with Koala and the instructor definitely kept looking at her and looking at me if I was going to like match him and not puss out. And so I, I, I was seeing the wizard by the time this was over because every time he cranked that up, I'd crank it up a little more oh, and we were making eye contact. Like, yeah, dude, bitch, I'm, I'm going for it. A treadmill on the three setting really fucks the dude up. Doesn't it, Jared? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who, who is koala and why are you using nobody? Don't worry about it. That's his little sorry. unicorn. It's the, it's his little lady friend that he won't even tell any of us the real name. Ah, oh, Jesus. Yeah, not, not ready for the public. Yeah, yeah it know, is. You, she's, she's been all over Instagram, Jared. You've had, you've plastered yeah, pictures up. Just like here. secretly. You see, no, tags no tags well no i mean i just screenshot her face and run a google image search and i found her so <laughs> it is what it is there was a couple there was a couple drinking bros that went through my entire who i follow and nailed it n narrowed it down to five and then finally found it wow <laughs> that's impressive yeah, wow that's, ah, the creep's it's, strong it's the internet we know everybody <laughs> finds out everything yeah, yeah they really do they really do they really do you, you can't hide, hide anymore <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Uh, they won't yeah. be able to find Alex Jones anymore after yesterday. <laughs> what happened? Uh, All this stuff's got deleted. Gone. Banished. Banished from YouTube. Banished Done. from Facebook. Everything. Banished from uh, Spotify. Twitter. Uh, every really? podcast. Every every podcast in his entire library is nuked. Everything across the board. 
Did uh, someone delete him, or did he just check out and say it, I'm over it? was it. a coordinated attack between Facebook, Google, and Spotify, and they did it at 3 in the morning on Sunday nights, and uh, he woke up in the morning, and it was gone. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Oh, God. Uh, they're cla- right. they're classifying impressive. it as hate speech, um, but look, uh, to me, CNN is hate speech, so why not delete their fucking pages? So I don't know. I, I look. Huh. I think this is happening more and more, and I, I I think it's happening to you guys, by the way. And that's I'm being completely dead serious when I say that. I watched that uh, instructor Earl video, which is one of my favorites, by the way, Evan. I think that character character should be reoccurring. Um, Thank you. Yeah, it was it was one of my favorite sketches you guys have ever made. I looked at the numbers, and it didn't make sense, man. With, with the amount of shares and likes, that the numbers don't add up to what that video is and how great it is. So. I I, I, genuine, I genuinely believe this is happening to you guys. They're just shadow batting you guys. Yep. Yeah, I have know. a different theory. <clears throat> I have a completely different theory because it's not just on us. It's across the board, all over the place. So what I think has happened in the last year is I think major cable networks uh, that are worth trillions of dollars and, and big TV networks that are worth a lot of money have have probably approached Zuckerberg and been like, you know, hey, you can't just give a kid in his basement in Connecticut access to 55 million eyeballs for free. Like you're you're single handedly dismantling network television and ad sales for things like the Super Bowl and stuff like that. So I kind of I'm on the edge of believing that I think there had to have been a meeting somewhere with all these major network heads and they're just like asking like hey you you can't give this kind of access to to everybody well, I, I like that theory and, I, and i'll tell you why like I, I have i'm one of the few people who still has cable tv left and on my cable tv you can now God. get on, on dish I, I can still get netflix yeah, i can get around yeah exactly i can get netflix on there and then youtube is offered <laughs> before that wasn't even offered so there had to have been some deal cut where it was just like hey man can we come together so that people are still buying cable boxes and give you these apps so that way people aren't nuking cable altogether? So I think you're onto something with that, actually. The real question in all of this is why the fuck do you still have cable television? Exactly. <laughs> I, I, and and I've, I've one very simple answer it's like for you. Yep. They have Teslas now and you're in the fucking, you know, uh-huh. whatever that. He's uh, got AOL. Uh, yeah. 100%. And, and the reason. Like, hey, man, what's the Wi Fi password? He's like, you mean the, the, the number to dial in? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Dude, this shit's 56K, <laughs> bitch. Exactly. So there's, there's one thing that's holding me to, to cable and that's it it's, it's live sports. So the, the major networks still own live sports. To watch them in real time, you still need a form of cable or, or you can't watch it. Otherwise, I would have housed that entire goddamn thing. Because I, I don't watch anything on live t- TV except for sports, and that's it. Hey, by the way, this is super fucking sidebar conversation. But the story that you did about your coconut water yes. was the funniest thing I've seen in a very long time. And the fact that like seven hours later, you decided to shoot another one of it just sitting there, <laughs> like legit had me LOL because you're such a weird fuck. I miss this and one. It, you're going to have to explain it to me. He's just like doing the Ross. He's like, yo man, I got this coconut water. It's like so good. And he did like three stories. And then like six hours later, just did like a zoom in filter on the coconut water <laughs> and with no, with no context whatsoever. <laughs> just I, that kind of, style of comedy makes me laugh where it doesn't make sense on any level but it's there i did, love that shit. You, it's like the you, dude in the bathtub with there's all the guy slapping the fish yeah that's the how to how to basic how to basic fucking great they're so good 
Jack Mandeville had a great video uh, yesterday. The yes. one. Yeah, it was amazing. Oh I tried God. to share it and I couldn't figure out how to download <laughs> it. And then all it came up on my stories was it just a picture of Hitler that said Hitler equals Hitler. And I, was like, <laughs> ah, I should probably just delete that. I don't know if that's a good thing for me to just be propagating. Out <laughs> Jack there. is great at those motion videos, like carrying a quick one minute message. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, but yeah, let me let player. me ask you guys a question. Going back to the Alex Jones things, like I've noticed that on my page where sometimes things get deleted or, or you know that censorship stuff, and I used to get worked up over it, and I was always mad because I was like, man, why is my videos getting deleted? It's hunting. It's I'm sharing what I love with other people, but I, I came to an understanding is like this is their platform. This is Instagram's platform or Facebook or whatever. So. They can do whatever they want with it. Oh, you're a victim to like, them. At, yeah. at the end of the day, they, yeah. they can do whatever they want with that platform because it belongs to them. And then yeah. you always see people like, oh, I'm going to start this. And then it goes nowhere. And then all you see all over social media is people complaining about stuff like that. But like I said, I don't agree with what they did. But, I mean, do we have the right to complain? It's their platform. We're, yeah. we're using it. It's a privately owned company, all of these. And, and this was I, – I put a post up about it yesterday on Twitter, and a lot of people – raged with me and against me on this and i just said man I, I, we're finally here that we're, we're censoring people and everybody was like look these are privately owned companies they have the right to do whatever they want that's true but you take somebody like like black rifle coffee or, or matt the way you guys have built your business uh is through facebook you guys have brought in a ton of views and content and all this shit essentially for free to them um yes you've been able to sell your products off of it but you take somebody like alex jones who spent fucking 12 years of his life building up these channels on these privately owned networks and now they can just nuke them like that um it's it's fucking crazy to me and it, and it feels like a form of censorship today they pulled uh, a guy named tommy robinson who's huge over in he's the alex jones of england essentially uh, um yeah. they 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 deleted his entire instagram today so instagram took him down for the same thing and said you're a conspiracy theorist and you're too far right and you're gone um so i they have the right but i just it's really fucking shitty, man, because there is no other way to promote yourself other than a website or a fucking bullhorn. I mean, bull, they're publicly traded, but yeah, I mean, that's the risk you absorb when you're using someone else's platform to distribute your content, right? They overall have the last say in whether you agree with it or not. I mean, it, I, it fucking sucks, but... I look at it like this, which is, you know, when you get on a plane, you're flying somewhere and you're paying for a service on somebody else's aircraft. And... If everybody agrees there's a person on the plane that they don't want on the plane, they're removed. Right. And so as much as you might want to agree or disagree, it's their platform. So I would probably err on the fact that it's, it's in, in Omar's point, which is it's their platform. They can do what the <clears throat> fuck they want. You know, we are allowed to put our content on there and we have to play by their rules. And if we break their rules, then... We know the consequences of that. And we've been playing that game with these guys for, you know, two plus years. Yeah. I mean, they're like, it, oh, we can't, we can't post that because, okay, there's a gun facing directly towards the camera. We know that at this point. Right. And we know, okay, it's their platform. I can't be completely inebriated and walk on a plane and start fucking yelling at people or I'm going to be removed from the plane. I know that before I go. And if I do, I'm going to be removed. Um, there's the other, the other side of that, that, that case, which says at a certain point, a platform will become like a public service. Yes. And at that point, then 
it's open to all. And this is the Starbucks case where they were, they were leveraging the fact that there are so many Starbucks and it's considered uh, public use. And that's where they had to open up their bathrooms to the public because right. of the point of saturation. Now, I don't agree with that because as a business owner, I never want the government to force us to serve somebody that we don't. So I'm going to live by their rules just based on the fact that as a business, I never want an outside influence or the public to force me. If somebody came to us and said, hey, you know what? You have to sell coffee to uh, the socialist party. I would say, go fuck yourself because we don't support it, nor are we socialists or communists. Go fuck yourself. We're never going to do it. So for me, when I look at it, I'm like, okay, we know the rules. We know what we have to play by. Uh, I don't want to be forced to do it. So if they don't want to be forced to do it, we have to kind of, it's, it's, it is kind of freedom of speech and it is private ownership. And at a point you have to say, you know what? I don't want that form of censorship, nor do I want the government to mandate me to do something that I don't want to do with my business. So that's the way that I look at it. But that's just my two cents. Gotcha. I, I, I want to ask this question because a listener posed this to, to me today, this morning, and he said, hey, just out of curiosity, if the Alex Jones thing happened to Black Rifle Coffee, if, if they took you guys off of Facebook and YouTube, how much business would you lose? Because you know, the, the speculation is that Alex Jones is, is going to lose you know, a gajillion dollars from this. And, and I tend to agree. How about you guys? Because I was thinking about that too. I was like, shit, man. If, if you guys lost Facebook and YouTube and all that stuff, wouldn't that be a massive part of your business gone? Yeah, I mean, those are successful channels that we market on, of course, you know, but that's again where you come to this exact situation where it's like you have to essentially play by the rules on someone else's platform for that that exact reason, because if you keep keep breaking the rules and there's going to be consequences for that and then you're what's the overall effect? I mean, if you you poke the bear enough, you're going to get fucked up, you know, and it's it's the reality that we live in, whether you agree with it or not, you know. I would lean to say, though, like Alex Jones's audience is so diehard about that stuff that this 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 may be a speed bump for him, but it gives him an option to launch his own channel that that he directs people. And and they I, I think they're all diehard enough to follow him to wherever he ends up going. Yeah, this this, this could actually turn out to be a favorable for yeah. Infowars because people will have no other place than to consume his content than on his site than on infowars and places where he can he can post his content so this could actually increase the overall value of of not only alex jones but then infowars because it's shifting all his traffic to one location which he ultimately controls and and you know how people are you just you just blasted this all over the internet this morning, this story. And it's national news. Yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be like, wait, they're trying to stop us from doing this. People that did never even visited InfoWars are going to see because they want to know why they're not allowed to see it. Well, that was my next question. I was like, because you know, with YouTube and everything, it gets so much access to different people all over the world that probably never knew who he was. And now that that's gone, of course, his followers are gonna follow him to his page, whatever he starts. But what about that, that other people that never saw him but found him for whatever reason online? Like, is that, is that going to cut into his numbers? or like I'm, I, I, would, I, mean it, I would imagine he got ad revenue from YouTube, right, Matt? 
a lot yeah, of it. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, YouTube YouTube is very subjective in their monetization process. I mean, if I have probably one third of all of my videos demonetized based off of them being deemed age restrictive and um, you know violent because it's like the ISIS button. I don't make any money off of ad revenue on that. But th those are similar things where like I absorb that risk. Like I'm not there to necessarily make money off the channel. I'm there to provide entertainment, and that's why I don't really care that they demonetize me because it's their platform. Um, and I want that content to live there. So, you know, it's kind of meet in the, meet in the middle, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's strange. I, I, I kind of agree with you. I, I think people will follow him no matter where he goes. Uh, as of today, he's building an app that's supposed to be available shortly. Um, what I don't understand though, is if, if you're going to pull him off of iTunes and all that shit, Aren't they the ones that are supplying the app to people like, uh, you know, Apple and Android? But did Apple, did Apple, was Apple part of this? They were. Yeah. So oh, wow. they, uh, they got oh. together with, with uh, Zuckerberg, uh, Tim Cook, and they did a coordinated attack and, and pulled him. So all of the podcasts are gone in Spotify, everything. And then all of his videos on YouTube are, are gone as well. They deleted the page entirely and they gave him a lifetime banishment. Oh, so, that's crazy. So there's no chance of him coming back. Yeah, and as a guy that has spent a little bit of time on YouTube looking at conspiracy theories because it's a hobby of mine, Alex <laughs> Jones is not the, the, he's not the craziest uh, kooky kook magoo out there uh, uh, propagating conspiracy theories. I mean, there are fucking thousands of channels on conspiracy theories, and some of them are the craziest. It is the craziest fucking rabbit hole you'll ever go down. It's amazing. <laughs> Like it's, you know, it's how I used to put my sleep, put myself to sleep at night is going down the YouTube <laughs> just rattle. put on the tin hat and be like, time to go to bed. I, it's so fun, man. It's like, it, it, it's like, you know, diving into uh, another person's reality. Like, I think I was telling you, I, w I went through the flat earth conspiracy videos. I was on that kick for at least a month and a half. Really? Where, yeah, oh. every night I was watching flat earth conspiracy videos. It was super, <laughs> super entertaining. So, you know, I'm, I would never do that. Oh, it was fucking incredible, man. It's like you, you have guys like no shit, like trying to bust out tape measures and build diagrams. And like, it's fucking, fucking awesome. So it's it's, it's literally like just earth is flat. It's just comedy. Yeah. It's comedy at that no, point. It, it is. It's, it, but it's, it, I guess the humor is in the, the sense of they actually believe it. So you're like, Oh my God, this is real. Like someone actually <laughs> believes this. Yeah. People uh, think this is real. And then you have guys like Neil deGrasse Tyson out there, uh, who's an astrophysicist and he's out on the, on the beating the drum against all these flat earthers. And you have, you know, hyper intelligent people and they're, you know, you got the flat earthers that are like, no, it's a, it's a, you know, it's an international, international conspiracy with, you know, all these space stations and everything's fake. It's, it's all, um, you know, animated and you, you, NASA's in on it and all these people in the military on the take. And it's like, you're talking about an international conspiracy that moves through every country with a space program, every country that has a satellite, they all are in on it, but yeah, nobody fucking knows. And, you know, as a guy that worked for the government for so long, and, and these people are so far removed from the government. They don't understand how it works. They think that everybody <laughs> in the government, like if you're on a special project, no you secrets. never talk. And it's like, 
the people on the special projects always talk. Like, yeah. There's always the one guy. That's especially like, especially when there's pussy involved. It's like, yeah. you know who I work for? The CIA. You want to see this TSSEI freaking packet I got that says compartmentalize super secret? Oh, there you go. Hey, I took this thumb drive out and, you know, I'm, it, it, look at. Like, if only I could tell you what was on here. Yeah. yeah. Hey, why don't I just upload this to your laptop and you can take a look if I can take a look what's under your pants. <laughs> It's 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 in it, it is super interesting to me, but Alex Jones is not like he's not the wildest of all these conspiracy theory guys. Like there are guys out there that no shit think that the earth is run by alien reptiles, like an alien <laughs> reptile species, and they fucking really believe oh, in like God. shapeshifters and flat earth. That's and, awesome. No, no, it, it's it's fucking Send me awesome. Link. Send it's me a awesome. Link. Yeah, it's ha, awesome. Has any, Baker's any trying to show me something. Just come yeah. up here, Baker. Evan, no, show it to Dave, wh- Baker. That's why we have the screen, so Dave can put it up to all of us. Like, put it up to Dave, <laughs> oh, Baker. Wow. No, he's, we have a whole system here that Dave can broadcast to all of us. There is no system. There's You're just Baker on my phone. Se- yeah. <laughs> Check out my phone. It's pretty show cool. it to Dave. He, said he could put it on the big screen. He said you porn um, blocked Alex, Alex Jones as well. <laughs> wow. Stop. Even you porn? Did, ha- did he have a channel? I'm, I'm going to lie. If I ever got blocked from you porn, I'd be super sad. Yeah. Like, that would be that would yeah, suck. No, because you porn has been hosting a lot of um, content restricted um, stuff on oh. other platforms, and then they've been uploading it to you porn oh, okay. because they're like, it's rated R. You have to say you're 18 and above here. No way. I, that's crazy, man. That is Whoa, fucking crazy. That's that's intense. Man. If if we if lost you porn in next videos, that would be the end of a civilization. I feel. <laughs> I mean, you got other ones. Red tubes. Yeah. Uh, X N X X. That's what I've heard. I've yeah. Never heard of those yeah. platforms. That one's the. Uh, <laughs> The blue was the first one to be iOS compatible, so <laughs> I have not I have not shied away from that one, Crispy. I just kind of stuck with it, you know. I just had the weird visual of just Jared getting ready to masturbate, like he makes the bed, he puts a candle oh, out, God. you know. Yeah. He, he probably turns like a, on his white noise like a, machine, lets it breeze through, and he goes, "Oh, it's gonna be so cool to develop this story so I can masturbate yeah. in 17 minutes." Preps with, with like with some warm princess towel. 45. Pre- preps it's with like, like some princess. Minutes cruise line like <laughs> yeah. advertisements no he actually goes through like a travel fucking lady like a, to help like a set up looking the fake at a thing. brochure yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I, I download the brochure of the vacation yeah. that they took in the porn $463 and I could be on this cruise too oh fuck yeah oh, I, hey I have never been on a vacation with a female that must be why you ah, a, that makes I sense. You don't have a relationship in, in, a, in an affinity for vacation porn. No, it's it's pretty crazy, man. So there's this whole like concept out there, and this is not like tin hat thing, but like when you take a lady and treat her nice places, she tends to stick around. Oh, <laughs> fucking crazy concept. <laughs> like, hey, baby, you look pretty. Can I take you to dinner? They tend to like things like that. Does that really work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Is there a, like a list somewhere that I could download? Like, is Hey, you know what? I'll go PDF? home. Noel and I will write out a little list of just yeah, yeah. like do's and don'ts. Okay, like, just don't call her a fucking bitch. Okay. You know? Okay. 
<laughs> maybe maybe you should get the drinking bros to write a whole a thing slump, for him. A slit pig. Yeah, you, you treat your significant other with some respect. Maybe even open a door once in a while. Like uh, yeah, on a stay, date night, open up the fucking passenger minutes. door. Yeah. Chivalry isn't dead, man. Yeah. Take them take somewhere else than, than McDonald's, dude. Yeah. Like, like a nice steakhouse Clean or off the dried mustard from three days ago off your face and chin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. Like shave. general hygiene is, is a big one, too. Like when your breath or butt doesn't stink. That's, that's yeah. always good. Yeah. Well, well, I will look say, at him. Look how clean he is. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say, Jared, you sent me a picture last night. You look like you're in a boy band now. You're, you're losing weight. You're at spin. Are you falling in love because you're getting fit now? You got a haircut. Yeah. You trimmed your beard. Yeah. I'm doing a lot of stuff that I never did. And what, what did I say it's to you funny. last night when you texted like me going that, that picture? Like, what? Oh, he, he just sent me a link to uh, Goatee's. Somebody I used to know. Somebody I used to know. And then I said, this on repeat all night. I said, while you're at spin tonight, I want you to listen to episode one of Drinking Bros and and think about the person you were versus who you are now and go back and find that guy. 300 episodes later, you're doing spin. It went from I'm drinking out of a France press. Uh, dry heaving on Matt in episode one to eh, I think I'm going to go to spin and just might, I might lay off the drinks. But Jared's whole life is like a selection because it's a war of attrition. It's like, how long will you keep up with this? Did like, you, that's the thing. Did you get my text this morning? Yeah, four. What was it? Four forty-seven or yep, something. Yeah, yeah. What were you doing? He's up at four forty. Yeah, doing what? Doing what? <laughs> Send him a picture of my watch. Yeah, I actually, his went alarm running. went off. Did you go back to sleep? Oh, wow. No, no. Take a picture. I went running. And he went at four forty-five in the morning. You went no, running. I, I drove home. And then waited for the sun to come up a little bit. Like, I wanted to be hotter. I wanted to sweat. That's like that's like having a fucking hangover and driving home at 4.30 well, in the no, morning from someone's house. I, like, I was up at I didn't come home and go to bed. I actually came home and initiated a render and after effects that I needed to do for a while. And then as soon as the sun started coming up where I knew I'd sweat more, I went and run. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. Fair enough. It was like 6.10. Oh, boy. Again, listen to episode one, Pegging Explained, of who you were then versus who you are now. Yeah, it's been a while since I've had a France press. It's crazy. I miss the old Jared. Um, But I want to say this, though, because a lot of people have asked us, hey, what are you guys going to do for 300? Is it going to be something crazy? No, we look, we we did something crazy for 100. We'll do something crazy for 1,000. But this, we just kind of wanted to to chat about life and everything that's going on. I just want to say I'm super proud of you guys, man. Like, Black Rifle wasn't even around was it like it was just evan in 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 his basement i believe uh my garage yeah i mean it was my (laughs) my garage and my basement was packing and fulfilling and then my garage was roasting is that not crazy to you like in in all honesty like that's fucking insane in that short amount of time in 300 episodes now black rifle is worth what 80 million dollars or something crazy oh i don't know who knows I don't know. Is that not yeah, wild worth, though? Like when you sit back and really think about it. It was in my basement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fair assessment. <laughs> somewhere between, I don't know, Tesla and my basement, somewhere there. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But, but it's, uh, it's pretty, yeah, it's lot, pretty incredible, happening. man. Like for real. Well, uh, just thinking about it. I, yeah, I think, I mean, I think that when you're involved in it every day and, you know, you're working so many hours per day. Sometimes a year can feel like three years, uh, uh, sometimes more, depending. So it doesn't seem like three years. It actually seems sometimes it seems like yesterday or 10 years ago, right? So it's Right, like, I agree. It's, I mean, three years ago, we made waterboarding hipsters. Well, I was thinking about that the other day, too. Three years ago was when I was getting off my last deployment. So right. I was still fucking yeah. deploying three years ago. Well, in June. 
which is fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's nuts. Man. Yeah. When you think about it, I'm like, oh, wow, I forgot that it's, it's a, lo- a lot's happened, but it's, but it's been good, man. I think that's the whole goal in life, right, is to keep pushing forward and do things that you love and smiling and creating value in people's lives to include yourselves. Yeah, I, agree more. It, it's amazing. I mean, look, you, you look at Black Rifle, uh, which is massive. Uh, three movies. We've done three fucking films within that, that time frame. Four. Really? Yeah. Four? Yeah. yeah. Helen Keller. To That's right. 15. That's right. To not a war story. To, to uh, Drinking Bros, Bros Live. And we do have, we still have all the um, AFE tour stuff that we yeah. shot that we never released. We need, we need to release it's that. supposed to be done now. I can call about that today. Yeah. We should do something with that. That was a fun trip. Yeah, and, and then look, uh, one of our OGs, Rocco. I mean, fuck, uh, his dude. He's he's on a massive fucking series that starts September fourth. Yeah. He's on the fucking so Mayans for Christ's sakes. Like epic. <laughs> if you Proud really look cool. back, just in the three years of what everybody's been able to to accomplish, like fucking a man, it's it's pretty pretty insane. Um, and then we've got to meet all these crazy people along the way. Crispy dude, I I. I pump your name every single day for grill your ass off. You've got your own like line of seasonings and shit. You're doing products. You're working with a bunch of people. What else are you doing these days? Just hanging out with these guys. I mean, they work hard and I just kind of like get all the benefits from it. I just kind of show up. (laughs) No. I show up like the token wounded guy. Like, hey guys. How you brought me over a pig. How is that? You did all the work. You smoked it for like nine hours yeah, and then that, i just ate it but that's one of the things that i like to do i like to cook and smoke and do all that stuff like so it's not really work it's okay like, fair we need to dig the hole in the backyard next yeah, time do and, and do that one yeah, oh, yeah. crispy we we, you, we use your seasoning at our house probably three times a week that's that's no lie oh that's awesome man that's yeah, awesome yeah and uh, and all the the audience loves it so i'm super stoked i hope you do more shit so like that too spicy for you no, no. well uh, chris hold on crispy don't get too deep because i was at ross's house he doesn't have your seasoning i do <laughs> <laughs> He's just take the compliment, Crispy, and move on. <laughs> what, what, what was your favorite you. part of my seasoning, Ross? No, oh, the season, the season <laughs> part, the, of the so, seasoning so, so, part, the really the, the I really salt, like that pumpkin spice you had. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What? Uh, no, so Crispy's got this spicy habanero with uh, with grill your ass off. Who was our sponsor? Fucker just googled he's, it. Yeah, he's, he's got, got on, it on his computer now. His wife's the assistant over there. Like, okay, it has cayenne pepper. Oh boy, it's got it's got a little. It's in the opening of almost every show. He always fucks it up. He's like, man, it's mango. Avanero. Yeah, is that what it is? I fu- I Come yeah. on, Ross. Get your shit together, homie. I fuck it up on every episode, I think. But 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 it's awesome. And I and to me personally, I'd love to see you have your own cooking show. Is that something you'd ever want to do? Dude. Yeah, I actually talked about it. I think I told JT or Logan I want to do like coffee with crispy in the morning. So like I'll make some black rifle coffee and then I'll make some breakfast and then I'll talk about it like the different Dude, weapon. No, or no, no, I got it right here. It's a crispy and matte, tipsy or drunk cooking show where we just get a little drunk. We'll make a fucking signature cocktail. Tipsy with crispy, crispy and tipsy Matt. with crispy. <laughs> and oh, Matt. I like it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Tipsy and with Matt. crispy and, and Matt and Matt and, Matt and a hand grenade. <laughs> and no, and, uh, <laughs> that would be fun and as fuck, dude. Because yeah. we would just do shit that we love, and I'm just oh, a meat yeah. kind of guy, like. Yeah. You know, maybe have the wife throw some broccoli in the, in the in the oven, and, and then we'll just focus on the and then we can throw the, the broccoli meats. away. Yeah, and we throw the yeah, broccoli yeah. away. Cooking shows like kill, it. man, and there's nothing for like real men. Um, I was in a pitch meeting about this the other day. Like, there's not like a real fucking dude. I think dude, you should and we'll do have it, man. It would our be awesome. awesome guest who's here, Buster. We'll just yeah. get like a half cow from Buster. <laughs> we can and have we'll him. Fucking, we can have him kill cow. it. 
Whole cow. Yeah. Oh, whole shit. Cow. I've never yeah. smoked the whole cow. I'm up yeah. for the challenge. We'll yeah. call it from farm to family where we show the animal, we slaughter it, then we bring it in. We'll get banned. <laughs> we'll be the next Alex Jones cooking show. Yeah. You know? It'd be fucking great. Dave yeah, will get can fired. We, can we, yeah, Dave will can get we fired. load the cow in a trebuchet and shoot it out of the air? <laughs> No, I'm thinking more of like, because like you can do it to a lobster. Let's just put it on the oven, oh, the oven. right? Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. You could have a cow tank. Well, you, I cow, want that. Cow you, have, cow. you have Watusi on your property? Watusi. Yeah. So Watusi, Watusi. It's, 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 Watusi. It's, it's like a cow, but it's got this huge horns. Oh, yeah, I've seen this. That we can go bow hunting. You can bow hunt a cow? Yeah. Oh, my God. You, you just have anything. to show up with it. This is Texas. You can kill anything in Texas. <laughs> you just have to show up with it, some hay. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's just like target practice. It's not even no, hunting. You don't it's even like, have to no, use your bow. Please, use your arrow. Please tell me that you have to dress with two Camo. of us in a cow in a cow suit. <laughs> and I get to be the hind legs. <laughs> You're going to go cow hunting well, today. Here's your cow. bale of hay. And here's a baseball bat. Dude, <laughs> uh, you couldn't do that, but it would be so funny to be like, all right, we're going, we're going cow hunting today. <laughs> You're all camoed out. It's just all like, got, it just keeps going to the top. <laughs> all, all we have is like, wait, all we have is a cow tag. And so they think that it's, <laughs> oh yeah, we got a cow tag. Got, like, got oh, a cow tag. Are they in Idaho tag. going and for elk? Like, and and then, just the cow. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit it's coming right up on us that's, that's the hamburger commercial yeah. oh, shit it's coming right up on us he's <laughs> coming right for us it's the south park we're both, we're, we're both in camouflage yeah. it like just comes right up yards, sponsor all, and then we fake sponsor it by all the epic like it's like Sika gear and she's like hey we did not support this guys <laughs> yeah but your flannels are dope <laughs> love this Sika gear dogs he's making commercials for like other jet. companies yeah. that are super fucked up yeah use a yeti cooler to yeah, bash yeah. its head in <laughs> brought to you by yeti yeti. By yeti not just a cooler go kill a, a domestic object. animal <laughs> next they've got a cat next door that's yeah, been bothering a, me a, for a year yeti full of cat we're gonna fuck this cat up i got some footage i gotta send you there's a squirrel that's been eating miss crispy's bird feed from the back of the house and i just got so pissed i grabbed my bow and I opened the door and i stuck him on the wall Oh, on the back of the fence. I did smoke them, so oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show the footage here later on. Oh, that's delicious. It's a oh, tasty little squirrel. Oh, squirrel's really good. What, yeah. What's your favorite yeah, squirrel dish, crispy? Hey, yeah, yeah. My favorite. Oh man, that's a tree. Uh, that's a tree fish. That's what I call a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> tree fish. <laughs> they are like the catfish of land. <laughs> they just eat anything. Kind of fucking dig holes. You're like, they this is fucking that's annoying. That's a nice yeah. little tree fish you got there. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, I got one of them tree fish. You got, got tags for those things? <laughs> you got a fishing license? You're, I feel like you are very similar to my middle brother Alan, where he is like as like rugged and redneck as they come, and he always just like kills shit. Well, he'll just kill a squirrel. I'm like, dude, why'd you fucking just kill that? He goes, oh, I'm going to go eat that. Yeah. And he's not poor or anything. He just, he just wants to eat things like yeah. any bunny, any snake. Like he'll kill snakes. Like a rattlesnake. Cooks those. Die. He just, oh, he just yeah. goes out, literally walks 12 miles to a camping site, kills anything on his way, and then eats it. Yeah. Dude, like, I, right. I learned that from my dad. The other day he sent me this picture of like this six foot rattlesnake. He goes, we killed this in the house. In the house? Oh, in the back of the house. Oh, shit. I was like, In the back of the house. Only rattlesnake that big is my cock. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, we're we're going to eat it. I'm like, hell yeah, dad. And he sent me pictures of it. So that's where I got it from. That's pretty cool, though. You eat anything you... Everything you kill... Everything that I've killed, I've always eaten. And that's my one thing. Like, I'm not going to kill something unless I'm going to eat it. Has there been something you've killed, though, that was disgusting when you ate it, where you were like, shit, I'll never eat this again? 
Yeah, there's this ram here in Texas called Audad. It was brought here uh, back in the day, and um, it's it's a trophy hunt. But I thought the meat was really good, and I killed it, and I tried eating it. Dude, it was disgusting. Oh, that was bad. Yeah, really. really? It's really, it's really tough. Gamey is just, it's, it's not good at you, all. You know what I want to try is bear. I've certain people say it's disgusting, but I, no. I've heard it's fucking awesome. Bear is delicious. It, it depends how you cook it. I want to try little, bear dye. It's yeah. Bear dye. Yeah. What's that? A bear it's, dick. It's, yeah, it's bear dick. <laughs> oh, just like a West Hollywood bear. That's complete. We're talking about like a black or grizzly oh, bear here, like yeah. an animal, yeah. not a hairy was, dude that wants to put his cock about in your butt. Smoked bear dye. Yeah, <laughs> just uh, <laughs> just just chopping I mean, the dick I'll, I'll off of there. That's a delicate. I'll smoke it for you. All right. You bring it. I'll smoke it for All you. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll try my best. That Traeger can smoke anything, man. <laughs> <laughs> it works wonders. Um, yeah. So, squirrel meat. We'll cook squirrel. me a squirrel. I'll eat it. Okay. I'm not scared. I saw some on your house. Like I can come. We oh, there, can come there's on. some there. Yeah, we'll we'll pin one to you if Kill you eat one, it. and then I'll show you how to clean it, and then we'll smoke it. Sweet. What's the best meat you've ever had then in the world? Because you seem to be a meat connoisseur. What's what's the best meat? Is it is like wagyu and all that shit? Is that the is that the best? Is that it, real? It's good. I, I recently uh, I killed a water buffalo um, a couple months ago, and I had it recently. And man, by it's by far the best meat I've had so far. It's water buffalo. Really? Where where at? Where'd you kill that thing? Uh, so the Panhandle in Texas, one of uh, one of my friends that I know up there, they they have about a hundred thousand acres, and it's all free range. So they bring animals from all over the world, they drop them in there, and let them survive. So we were we hiked like four days, and I think we racked somewhere a total of like thirty miles in those four days. And I mean, it, it was hard for me, and because of the terrain. But finally, I got up on them on thirty yards. The wind was really hard, and I just let that arrow fly and got them right in the uh, heart. So. Wow. Boom. One shot? One shot. Fuck, that's a massive animal. I'm surprised you could take that down with, with just one arrow. It was 1,500 pounds. That's what it weighed at, at when we finally got it. Ross, I think you need to see what like modern-day bow and arrows do. It, yeah. it, it, I, I do, for real. Modern-day bow and arrows. I'm dead serious. They're, they're nasty, dude. Arrow. I thought you said bone marrow. I was they're like, nasty. that's just good, yeah, too. it's all shot placement. <laughs> now, the, now, now Baker's on here episode because... Episode 300, we're doing round robin. We're doing yeah, round robin. Three Bert, more, Bert I have three more minutes Welcome, Baker. my spot. Bert Coons is there. What, really? Yeah. Bert Coons is here, too. Get the fuck out of here. It's just, we're going to keep... We're just going to keep... Sure. We're just going to keep That's awesome. Evan had to go film some stuff, so we have Baker. Hi, Baker. Yeah, Baker. You switch out with Buster. Okay, okay sure. Yeah, yeah. Hey, ba Baker. Baker, leave it. Um, friend of the show, friend in real life. Let me ask you, man. Regular, regular. Yeah, of, the show, yeah, of, of course, yeah. obviously. But um, this what, is my what, third what, episode. But I've done two in three weeks. I mean, I feel like I'm part of the family. You are. You are. <laughs> yeah, you're like you're like the drunk aunt. Like we we, we like you ish. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You've the always cousin. been really nice to the me. Cousin. You've what, what, really the cousin. What's the rich cousin? Because you always cousin. call Baker when you need something. That is true. That is true. I do take pride in that. I mean, that is true. You are like the white Rocco. Like you you know. A guy, you always know a guy because, and then the problem with you sometimes is you say shit. I say shit in passing, you're like, Oh man, this microphone's pretty cool. You're like, Oh, they'll send you out seven of those. I'm like, I don't Tomorrow. know if I no, need you, that. You sent me that text. We were talking about hunting, and yeah. uh, Matt was like, Yeah, he's like, I gotta get a uh, so Jay gave you a, a rifle, yeah, a Kimber, Kimber mountain ascent rifle for yeah, Christmas, super legit. And you're like, Yeah, man, I gotta get uh, optics on this thing. And I was like, I got you, give me an address. Oh, like, yeah. No, 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 I can buy it. I was like, No, no, no. Just get me an address, and then you got like an optics, spotting scope. You've never told and, me that. And, uh, what? No, it's not going to happen. And the, the rangefinder uh, came out too, which is awesome because I've been rangefinding everything in my backyard and working on just like eye lining distances for my bow. Nice. It's going to be good. 
Yeah, but, and uh, Ross, you asked a question about killing a water buffalo. I did, yeah. Shot. So I was in Africa about a month ago, and my buddy Jamie Shira drilled a Cape buffalo, nice. uh, which is 2,000 pounds. I saw the picture. With one arrow. So what it, what it all boils down to, Ross, is um, shot placement. So like, if you take a, a 22 and shoot something in the heart, it's going to die. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or if you run an arrow through the two lungs of any animal, it's going to die. Yeah. So now, it's just shot placement. Now, you're, you're, Baker, you're a big game hunter because I follow you on Instagram. Like, you go for like wild, crazy shit in Africa. Uh, Ross, did I you, would did say, you just say he's a big gay hunter. Oh, my God. It's Burt Coons. Oh, it's Burt Coons. Hey, it's Burt Coons. Burt Coons on the mic. He's to my left. Uh, um, Ross, I wouldn't describe myself as a big game hunter. I would describe myself as an avid hunter. Like, I'm, I, I like to hunt and I go do a lot of hunting, but like, I mean, it, uh, like guys like Donnie Vincent and stuff like that. I mean, like I'm not at their level. I think I to like the to average person, you are a diehard, diehard yeah. hunter. And then there's dudes like Donnie Vincent, which are just like, you know, he's like the the Jesus hunting Spiritual. of Jesus. Yeah, yeah, he's just he lives out there. That's his. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. at peace with it. I'm not trying to do that. Yeah, no, me, no. Me neither. I always <laughs> say the Texas way, like crispy. It's like I'm not about the hunting. I'm about the killing. I ain't about the fishing. I'm about the catching. You know. Dakota, yeah. But I eat it all. I just don't yeah. want to. Or Dakota Meyer thing said that. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Bert Coons. How are I'm you, buddy? I'm good. How are you? We missed. I bet we everybody miss you missed a lot, you. Dude. Yeah. yeah, we do. And you got that scruff on your face coming in. Looks like you've been in the mountains lifting weights, getting I, tanned, like Wyoming or something. I made an agreement with Candace. I'm not going to shave for a year. Nice. Wait, how what? is she letting you do that? Or she wants it. She she likes the beard. So oh. I said, how, how if I'm going to do it, I'm going to go all out. So I'm not going to shave for a year. What I'm, I'm going full beard. Were there terms, or is this you just no, doing it? Just doing it. Okay. And why not do it better? Why not do it? Uh, pick a better month in August in Texas. Like, no, it's great because your face <laughs> is kind of cold. You yeah, need to warm it up. Sweat my face off. My next step is like Baker though, just shaving. If I shaving didn't my head. Shaving my face. If I didn't shave for a year, you know what I'd look like? Not exactly like same. the same right now. Do you not grow <laughs> facial hair early? I have the complexion of a jellyfish. <laughs> or, a <woman. laughs> or an albino. Or a woman. Yeah. A jelly, it's like a jellyfish. I look. feel like you'd be like <laughs> every pre-op tranny's dream because like you don't have to shave or take like hair True. blockers or laser stuff True, off. Yeah. It's like, this shit's good. I just got to get rid of this dick. I wonder how Baker does it. <laughs> when I... When I came down here, like maybe four trips ago, one of the I got upgraded to first class, and the uh, the stewardess. I bet your first class loved that. Working yeah. the stewardess working first class was a dude, and but dressed stewardess like a, uh, dressed okay, like a yeah. woman. Nineteen seventy, we called, and they want their. I mean, this fucker had a, a flight attendant. Flight yeah. attendant yeah. had a full on, deep, deep Texas country ass accent. And like huge, massive Adam's apple, but had a, a combat action uh, uh, pin thing. Oh, nice. On the red dress. Oh, cool. Like a legit one, not like a, no. uh, like I served in Delta Airlines, like you actually saw some <laughs> shit. No, like a real one. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, man, I don't know. Delta gets crazy with some of those drunks, dude. United yeah. Airlines. I was the one that knocked that Asian guy out. Yeah. <laughs> Fucker's name was John. This. John? His name was John, and John had on a red dress and. It was fucking interesting. Hey, we go big here in Texas, man. So if you're going to do it, go all out. You're right. I'm, I'm not going to lie. So my wife and I ended up at a bar, which is next to a hotel room. Didn't know what, as we're walking in, fucking, you know, rainbow flags everywhere and stuff. And she's like, I think this is a gay bar. So we Googled it. It was a gay friendly bar. And my wife was dressed up to the T. She was looking absolutely amazing. And no one cared. They were just like, 
meet gays and me and i was like this is kind of uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. but awesome like you see she's walking around in her tiny little dress no and nobody's looking and then i'm like oh fuck i'm that now like this is oh yeah it's kind of cool man what like city? all the dudes would take me in? home babe. just a piece yeah. of meat looking at you like, yeah look, I, I got options noel you better <laughs> yeah, watch out you better watch out girl <laughs> what, what's see, the, what city was that matt um that was in austin when i went up for brendan schaub's um comedy which was absolutely hilarious the dude does really well he had a really good opener as well so if you guys have a chance to check that out do it man he's I can't a, believe i missed this that's fucking awesome by the way his coffee i saw just launched with you guys it was on his uh, instagram the other day the packaging on that's amazing man you guys knocked it out of the park yeah we did uh we've been working on that for a while and you know um brendan's a super good dude and we've we've you know crossed paths many times with the movie and some other stuff and i honestly had no fucking clue how his comedy show was going to be because I, I really like the guy. I think he's a good dude. And then when you're watching him perform, and I have no context, I'm like, please don't suck, dude. <laughs> yeah. And he, he fucking crushed it, man. He's more of like a storyteller uh, comedian, which I thought was super exciting because you really get into what he's saying. He's not just like popping off silly little jokes. It, it was very engaging. So uh, if you guys have the chance to check him out, do it, man. I, I will definitely watch his set again. That's yeah. awesome. Really and I'm not even, I'm not even into stand-up dude, comedy. I don't yet. like the guy. Like, Seriously, a big shout out of the guy. A bunch of people were texting me and, and sending me messages. I think you were one of them. And every single podcast that he's on was gave me a huge shout out. And we only met once, and I got a huge, huge vibe off the guy. And I was like, this, he's a good dude. Yeah, and if yeah. you guys are curious, say like this Friday, um, the Big Brown Coffee is up. Um, we're doing some specialty roasts for him, and then on Friday we're launching kind of behind the scenes, so you can see when we did our initial kind of biz dev thing. And Crispy was there. We went out to the range, and uh, it's like a 13 minute video, but it pops up in Black Rifles YouTube on Friday. Yeah, oh, I watched it last night with Logan. It's it's actually really good. I'm stoked cool. to see Why that. Why did you preface that with actually? And then uh, by the way, Bert Koontz, you have a coffee <laughs> with Black Rifle as well. Is the smoke yeah, hammer I saw does. on your Instagram? We have uh, we have actually have a few, and interesting Matt, day to ask that question. Yeah, <laughs> Matt and I are smiling. Uh, interesting day. There'll be bigger news with uh, Bison Union and Black Rifle on the coffee side of things coming up here probably in the next week or two. Um, let me also stress that I say it all the time. And Buster Frierson, who is also here in the podcast audience, he's the one Buster and I started Peacemaker with Candace's help, you know, a few years back. But since we which turned into Bison Union. We are not coffee people, but, you know, we, we were going to do a coffee. We got introduced to Evan and Matt. We picked coffee with those guys because of who they are. But, you know, Evan is, is the king of coffee, in my opinion. Um, and, and we partnered with these guys just to do one or two roasts or blend of coffee. And, and it's grown to something more than that. And it's getting a good response. But uh, we're not coffee folks. We're, we're moving a little bit more into coffee on the Bison Union side. But there'll be some more news to come. Yeah, super exciting. You That's guys awesome, just yeah. created such a kick-ass brand, and you and Buster are salt-of-the-earth kind of guys, so it's like, let's do this, obviously. Other than my one big complaint about you is a little too much time in Wyoming. You need to be around Texas a little more, so we see that mug of yours. Let, let me make something real clear. I don't need the likes or the internet exposure. I'll get up and walk off this fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I was saying I wanted more of you. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I no, said I wanted no, more of you. Just, sorry. God, <laughs> there's the angry bird. I'm a fucking good. <laughs> I haven't seen you since, like, Salt dude i know when i saw you walking in today it's great i've been watching your stuff and man your instagram has taken a really cool turn watching your hunting stuff is awesome and watching you you know find something after being out of the military that you're super passionate about is man again for me buster being here like you know being around horses and ranches but you're now doing ranch stuff you're doing hunting stuff man it's really fucking fun to watch your 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 transformation Shit, man, i grew up in south texas is all we did uh, yeah, ranching man, it's, farming it's, hunting it's cool. so it's just kind of 
trying to find that outlet to a cooking not, show. Not, we need yeah, to get crispy cook, yeah, a yeah, cooking yeah. show. Yeah, dude, we're doing you it. You really do, man. Like every time you post with when you're at Matt's house or when you and Matt are together, like that stuff right there. You guys obviously know I like food. It's my biggest battle in life. It's we're doing it. Fat, Tipsy I'm with in. crispy. You guys should yes. do it. And Matt. And Matt. I really like a couple like dots on dots there. Dots on the way in the bottom. Yeah. Like real you know, small print. One day I would like um, Buster, being the absolute cowboy professional he is, to get me to stop being a pussy because I have yet to ride a horse since my accident. And I asked you. And, and I've asked you many times. And I, you, you know, I'm the kind of guy like, no, but like I got I to gotta literally get back on the horse. You know, like <laughs> I literally have to because it's like I was thinking about it the other day, like it checked my ego. I was like. I've had the opportunity to get on a horse since, and I haven't. And I was like, I hate fucking being weak-minded like that. So, like, I got to go up there and just fucking kick ass. And we've talked yeah, about you, this you before. Need to. Because I got thrown when I was 12, got, up all, got off the ground, got back Seven on the horse. Seven years ago. Rode it to the barn and have never been on one since. Now, I have... Uh, my, Buster's my, cracking up. Hold on. You pussy. <laughs> I'll tell you some, bitch. Buster, it gets better. He just spit out it his It gets dip. better. It gets better. So on September the 5th, I will be in the uh, Bitterroot Selway area going on a seven-day elk hunt in the backcountry. 24 miles pack in on a horse. I have chills right now because of my anxiety. Uh, like so, I also need to get on a horse, and I hate this whole weak minded shit. Let's, let's like, start hashtag horse me too. Hold on, Baker. Has a girl never bucked you off, and then you got just got back on? That's different. <laughs> no, it ain't. That's it's totally different. <laughs> no, but it's like when I was twelve. Like I can tell you, ex- I can Hogan. tell you with a clear mind, a piece of bob wire whipped around and hit his what, leg. What is that? Is that B.O.B. wire? <laughs> it's Bob wire. Bob wire. Bob wire. <laughs> it's this guy. He, he owns a ranch down south called Bob. And he just hangs wire up. You're from Kansas. How dare you? How dare you, sir? Connect, collect, correct my grammar. I believe it's called barbed wire. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. So he even added the E.D. barbed yeah. wire. So a piece of barbed wire whipped around and hit his, hit his front hock. He reared up maybe, I don't know, two feet. I slid off the back. It didn't hurt. Got back on him, rode him to the barn, and haven't been on one since. Oh, you didn't even get not okay. I'm just can't bring Jared around because he'll fly a drone over its head now, and but, kill me. But hold on, Buster, Buster, you have quarter horses, right? He doesn't have the horses that we, you and I, need to get over that hump. No, you know, start small. We oh, don't want to oh. get bucked off again. Oh, no. that's what he's going to do. He's like, oh, I got this great, this great gelding. He, he wouldn't do it. I trust Buster. Start off on a donkey, dude. No, a mule. Because you know that Kit horse. Carson, Kit Carson, basically one of the baddest sons of bitches ever to take a step out west. That was his uh, animal of choice was a mule. Really? Yeah, he didn't ride because mules yeah. they don't need as much water. Yeah. They're they don't they're, they're basically sterile. They can't reproduce, and they're just work machines, and they're big and they're hardy. So <laughs> Kit Carson <laughs> came the west. We got Buster out here now. What's happening? I was gonna tell him take off your hat, bro. <laughs> he just, he like, can't you can't take that cowboy hat off. Yeah. Are we are we being super lame about this? Ah, uh, I mean, yeah, pretty lame. <laughs> wait, wait, they, they, they don't had a cowboy wait, wait, call wait. me lame. This sucks, man. <laughs> they they are Buster. I'm not in cowboy boots right now because I got an infection on my foot. So it's it's them. Too. Yeah, no doubt, Crispy. Yeah. I mean, it's just, just these two. How long have you been riding horses for? Ooh, since I was two. Two? Oh, two, three, yeah. <laughs> Shit. Where two? Are you, where are you yeah, from, yeah, Buster? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I grew up out in uh, West Texas, I guess, west of Abilene, Texas, about three, three and a half hours west of Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. 
And for, for those of you that, for those, hey, hold on, Dave, there's a camera, right? Yeah, yeah. Buster, hold up your hands for everybody to look at that shit. Looks like a first baseman's mitt. Those are those are Brock Lesnar hands right there, man. Wow, that's a working man's hands. But let me ask you this, Matt. Does it bother you knowing that there is probably two dudes in this room, the most important being Buster, that are like kind of questioning? our like mental strength and manliness no because i brought up that i felt that i was being weak-minded by not like going out and getting back on the horse so just like let's we're, do it we're i'll just fucking do it you, i'm Baker. in man that's easy i just gotta come to fort worth we'll get y'all back on the horse i'll do it if you'll right. do it yeah. Hey, yeah, i already said i'm going to Buster, yeah, I mean, I my, my daddy didn't raise no bitch you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's hey it's all fun and games till you gotta grab that mane and throw those reins over it and put your foot in that stirrup and swing that leg over it ain't that i've hard. been there i've been there one time <laughs> on a quail hunt i was like i'll walk See, I'm, it. I'm cool under pressure, though, because when I was getting bucked off, I was, like, thinking and process-driven, how do I not get the fuck off this horse? So I didn't have enough training, but I pulled back on both instead of driving the horse's head this way, which subsequently made it buck more and me really get launched. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, now man, I know. I just need like a, a like a horse fresher. riding for dummies by Buster. Oh, it's easy. Right and now. I need oh, yeah. horse riding for pussies. Yeah. That's <laughs> for me. That's for me. Buster, do you have any Clydesdales? No, I don't have any Clydesdales. Everything I got is just quarter. I have an okay. idea. Can we please film this, Buster? I want to oh, send yeah. Ross Patterson out sure. to the ranch and make him work for four days and film it oh, and just yeah. break him. That would be great. Break I, him. I, I, I don't. I, look, I don't mind working. I, I don't mind putting in hard hours and, and working on a ranch or something like that. I don't think that I could go through and Jared. And I've talked about this. I don't think I could go through basic training or anything like you guys did. Like, I think I, we did the 70 push up challenge on the last episode. I didn't know that was the thing that you guys had to do. And uh, I didn't, ma- I got to 50, I think. Um, really? Wait, why did you guys? <laughs> but, oh, yeah, you didn't hear about this? No, I did not. I, I got duped into a bet by Jared and his fucking Nitro Circus buddies of like 70 push ups. It doesn't sound like a lot. And I usually, I, I, when I go to the gym, I'll start off with like a warm up of like 25 and 25. I was like, eh, I do 50 push ups anyways. How hard is 70? I didn't know that was like your magic number for like basic training. My my arms gave was out it? at fifty. Like I was I was done in a row because there was no breaks. No, wait, what was the other thing, Jared? You weren't allowed to rest. Um, yeah, you can't. Well, you can rest in an up or down position, but that, you that's can't it. Like, yeah. put your knees down. It, or exactly. Something. So I, I try to do that, and obviously I'm nowhere near. Is it really seventy? I don't remember. So let me ask you this, Bert. I mean, uh, Buster. So I have. I, I my family has some farms. I, I mean, I grew up on one, but not like a working ranch. And they got workers, right? So, <laughs> the, <laughs> would you got some Crispy's cousins over there? <laughs> yeah. Fucking asshole! Well, like like I, seven I, of them. I will not apologize for a family lineage of good decisions. <laughs> it's not my fault. Don't hate me. But the one thing that I think people, when they think about farms, like the, there is a tool on a farm that will check your shit quicker than anything, and that's a set of post hole diggers. Oh yeah, for sure. So if you think you're a badass and you know you go get you some post hole diggers, are you just talking about the? Oh ones? yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Get, let them get at about rep fifteen, and yeah. you'll find out real oh, quick yeah. if someone's going to make it or not because it will eat your ass. I think we start a new company called Country CrossFit, and we just have people pay to do <laughs> fucking cowboy work for us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like today you're digging post holes. Like man, this really activates the glutes, the front delts. They have those things like like uh, the dude ranches where like rich bankers from New York like pay oh, thousands God. of dollars to bring no, their yeah, family yeah. No, to do don't. all the work for them. Yeah. No, they don't. That's just it's like company store. <laughs> there might be some money in there, Buster. Have all some right, like right, rich like finance guys come out and work them on the farm, and they pay you let's ranch check it fit. Out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ranch <laughs> fit. Buster, yeah. so, Buster, yeah, so ranch so, fit. <laughs> hey, Buster, so Burton. Baker gets an idea of what a regular working man does at a farm. 
What's your day to day like? What does it look like? Great question. Oh man, I, I kind of start my day. I catch horses in the morning. That you're what's scared what's of. in the morning? Horsey. Absolutely yeah. terrified. How yeah. early in the morning? So I start five thirty. You know, I get to the barn, feed, whistle horses in. I catch horses, feed, um, catch whatever horses I might need for that day. If I'm going to use two, one, whatever it is, you know, and then I generally throw one in a trailer or leave from the barn and. Just kind of make my rounds in the morning when it's cool, especially in the summertime, you know. I mean, you got to get up and get going early. And what do you make in rounds for, for the cattle? Yeah, just check, you know, just check the welfare of the, the cows and the water and the grass and the mineral and just a general everyday upkeep of the ranch, you know. I mean, kind of check the perimeter, make sure nobody ran through my fences. I've got some county roads that are right on my fences, and a lot of people run through them, so... That's kind of the the basic morning routine is I kind of make my rounds. And if anything needs doctored cow-wise, you know, I mean, like I've been doctoring some bad eyes, which I'll have to rope and catch and tie down and give an injection of an antibiotic and put a patch, you know, and they get they get a seed. It's dry this summertime. They get a seed in their eye just like you would. You get an, They get an infection, which can cause blindness, uh, permanent blindness. And so I catch those, tie them down clean their eye out, give them an injection, turn them loose, and kind of go on about my day. Straight man shit. Yeah. But what about season? Like, are some seasons, like, you know, you got your, you know, they're foaling in your uh, yeah, spring yeah. calves I mean, so and like stuff. We, we're, we're What's sp- the busiest time of the year for you? Spring calving. Kevin, um, so the same, it's the same kind of routine, but now you're checking cows that are calving and you're having to help them sometimes if they don't have a calf properly. You ever stick your arm in their butts? Oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, it just happens. You ever seen B- that? Baker used to do those as yeah. a teenager. How deep, yeah, how yeah. deep does your arm go inside the ass? <laughs> you got to go to the elbow, right? Yeah, oh, armpit. I mean, like my arm goes, you know, I mean, like if you palpate a cow, it's up to your bicep. I mean, the bigger arm you got, the harder it is to get in there. Of course, just typical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Buster, can we, can we like ride your horses and go pig hunting with them? Are they gun shy or? Yeah, I mean, I've got one or two horses that you could shoot a gun off of. I've cracked some bull whips and shotguns off of them, but the majority of them aren't. Um, now, like we could go get off, you know, I mean, you could always shoot off of them once. <laughs> I mean, if you're fucking hey, ballsy enough, I, you can I, shoot I off of a horse. We're going to get you back on a horse. This is the Just, way we need to do it. Okay, Barrett yeah. 50 cow on the back of a horse. Shoot it, toss it, and hold on. And yeah. it's a fucking Six Flags roller coaster Let ride. Me, do you it's have paralyzing? Do you, uh, do you do you have any any calf losses due to like predation, like yes. coyotes and stuff? Yes, yes, really? yes. I generally lose probably, I would say five percent oh. to varmints, coyotes. You know, just different predators. Well, well, how so? They, they catch them when them? they're babies. Oh, you know, just babies? Like a, yeah. okay. A cow lay down and have a baby calf. Well, for 30 or 45 minutes, that baby calf is just kind of a big piece of meat laying there. You know, they, they can get up and get to moving pretty quick. And generally, the cows will get up and protect them until that baby can get up and get to moving. But even still, even when that calf finally stands up on all four, it's just like a, you know, just like you would imagine or you see in the movies, it's pretty wobbly. I mean, Hell, I can run one down, you know. I mean, I'm not a yeah. I'm not a very fast guy, and I can jump out of the pickup and run a calf down that's two or three days old. Yeah. So a cow, a cow, you know, if the mother can't get up and protect it, a cow has no problem with just trotting up there, and grabbing it, and taking off. If y'all yeah. see like a, a mother giving birth or whatever, do you try to protect the, the the calf for a while? Yeah, to a point, you know. I mean, if if that cow's down and she can't get up. You know, if she's got nerve damage or something, and that generally sometimes will happen, especially in the younger cows like a heifer, 
that's never had a calf before, you'll have a problem where th- that calf comes out and they, it what we call nerves her. It, it pinches a nerve in her hip. Okay. And the cow can't get up from her back end. And, you know, that, that issue will – that issue will fix itself over a period of time and with some medicine you can speed that time up but so like you know i mean if i'm kevin heifers out i check heifers three or four times you know i check every four hours so i oh wow so every four hours I'll, i'm up and i keep them close to the house i'll take a spotlight get in the pickup ride through them shine a spotlight on them if there's a cow down trying to have a calf sometimes they need help sometimes the calf's backwards breached whatever you have to go pull that, help that cow and pull that calf. And, you know, sometimes you can drive that heifer up to the pens where you have some facilities. Sometimes you do it right there in the pasture, you know what I mean? I remember one time when I was a kid, we had one that was breached, and yeah. my uncle had to took, take a pocket knife yeah. and cut it, and still we pulled that thing out with a tractor. Yeah. yeah they I mean, chain, put chain around it. They got his front legs out. Or back legs, I don't remember it was, chained it and pulled it out with a, with a chain, with yeah. a tractor. You, you weren't strong enough to pull it out? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a, it, Buster, it was, Buster could have pulled it no, out. No, dude, I was, I mean, no, no man, Crispy, I, I was like eight. Like, I was a little kid, and I saw that, and I was like, wow. Yeah, Mother I think it's nature. super interesting, because I don't think a lot of people know how much management goes into, like, your yeah. pasture and the land and providing meat um, right. in that capacity. Right. It's, you know, and, and, and it's, it's just like anything. If you don't take care of it, it's not going to take care of you. And so... Yeah. You know, you overgraze your pastures. You stock country too too heavy, and uh, it doesn't rain like it has this this year. You know, I mean, it's dry, dry some bitch. Yeah. And you look up, and you don't have any grass left. Well, then you're gonna have to purchase that feed somehow or another, which in turn cuts into your profit, which in turn sooner or later is gonna get to the point where you can't do it. You know, I mean, it's just it's breaking you. And so the better management practices you have over your livestock, over your forage, over the over the land, the better off you are. Just like the better you take care of yourself, the better in the long run you're going to be. What are your biggest challenges? Mother Nature. Yeah. Mother Nature prices, you know, infl- if inflation with uh, just a, a pickup cost $100,000, you know. I mean, it's crazy in uh, feed, fuel mother nature that's pretty much i mean that's the input that's what that's what our input is and 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 we're probably i mean i don't know the statistics or anything but you know a cowboy ranching the farming end of it a pickup cost have increased 70 to 80 90 percent over the last 10 years where our wages are still the same they were 25 years ago. Yeah. I mean, you're still scraping and beating just trying to make ends meet and we do that because we love what we do. I mean, it's it's a lifestyle you grow up in. It's something you learn to respect. Yeah, it's you so, love your cows, right? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, they're just yeah. You take care of them because they otherwise they're not going to take care of you. Right. So yeah, in fact, you have to love your cows. You know, you have to love what you do. You have to be able to get up in the morning at four o'clock and go pull a calf. You know, and not think anything about it. You know, I mean, you're not going to get paid any extra for being up every four hours for 30 days in a row. I mean, that's just the way it is. I just want to invite Buster over my house. I'm going to pour a scotch and sit cross-legged like a fucking eight-year-old and listen to <laughs> stories. I know. I know. Hey, right? B- B- Buster, how did you and Burton even meet? So uh, I run a ranch just west of Fort Worth, and I had a mutual friend that works in the livestock enforcement at Fort Worth. And uh, he... Uh, he called me and said he had this joker that wanted to work on a ranch. Well, I get a lot of calls, <laughs> people wanting to work on a ranch. And so I, I was kind of interested. He gave me the background on Bert, and I was kind of interested and intrigued. So I told him, I said, well, have him call me. And so Bert called me. We visited on the phone. I was 
even more intrigued after I visited with Bird over the phone. And so I told him, I said, man, just come out and we'll visit. And if you want to work on the ranch, I'll, I'll show you what it is. I'll take you around one day with me. And if you still want to, we can, we can figure something out. So Bird came out and we visited. I took him around and kind of showed him what it was and at the, brought him back up there to his pickup. And I told him, I said, man, if you want to work, you can work 100 hours a week. You can work 10 hours a week. But all I can pay you is 10 bucks an hour. And you can work as much or as little as you want. And Bert, he jumped all over the opportunity. And within about two weeks, me and him became friends. And I realized kind of what it, what, what individual, you know, what kind of an individual Bert was and where he came from and why, why he was who he was. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy thinking that my world and the military veteran world is even close, you know. I mean, if you think about it, it's – Right out front, it's really not. But then you really get down deep inside it, and it is. I mean, family and hard yeah, work. Family and hard work, well, and, and doing things, doing things a certain way. You yeah. got to do things, and it's the hard things. And if they don't get done, everyone suffers. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. tell them, Baker. And it's, yeah, you know, I mean, that's that's the whole deal. I mean, it, and farmers are ranchers are tough sons of bitches. Man. Yeah, but everybody yeah. thinks that all you do is you have a bunch of cows and you take them to market, and that's it. That's yeah. all they see. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. I mean, like putting a saddle on, like you said, getting up, lack of sleep. You know, and you yeah. got to do things. A very certain way because if you don't, it's just not yeah. going to work out. I mean, and then the weather, the weather on top of it, man, like you were saying, like Jesus, the rain and all that other stuff, you still have to work through it, right? Yeah. I have yeah. a rain catchment system for my water and that stresses me out. I can't imagine worrying about cattle, you know? I'm Do like, you have a duster? Like no, a long no, duster? no. I mean, I've got a slicker, what we yeah. call slicker, just a rain slicker. You what know? happened to Bert like his first day? He Didn't he have like, what, didn't he have like a chigger attack or something oh. on his legs or something? Yeah, I forgot, I forgot about that. That's a great one. Um, so we were, I think it was probably the first or second day a guy ran through my fence like I told you, a yeah. car run through the fence and so we go down there to fix it, and it's summertime. It's just beginning of summertime, and so the grass is pretty tall. It's knee-high. We're down there, and we pull a bunch of wire, and we drive some T-posts, and we get the fence pulled back up, and I don't think much about it, and I might have, but I just didn't tell Bert because I'm kind of an asshole like that. I want to see how tough he was. <laughs> and, uh, so I sprayed a little bit off on my pants before we get out, and I just throwed it back in there and didn't say nothing to Bert. Well, at the end of the day, Bert goes home. We worked 10, 12 hours that day, and – he goes home the next morning he shows up. I don't know anything about it. Next morning he's like, Hey man, I got these things on my legs that are itching like nobody's business. He was like, I, I mean, like I didn't sleep at all last night. <laughs> so I kind of start <laughs> chuckling. Crispy knows exactly what I'm talking about, man. In North Texas, the chiggers at certain uh. times of the year are horrible. And if you've never been around or had chiggers on you, it is the most miserable feeling you've ever had. They'll generally get from your ankles up till you bite your knees and they'll kind of spotty everywhere else. So anywhere any clothing's tight, they they'd bite you and it is the worst itching. You think a mosquito bite or poison ivy, that shit don't have nothing on sugar bites. Mm -mm. God. Fuck. <laughs> Bert little Bert literally scratched all the hide off his legs from his knees to his ankles and uh, <laughs> had a barbie he told me he had a barbecue brush and he was scratching all the really <laughs> He says standing naked with a barbecue brush is scratching all the skin off. Oh, I mean, that was God. a damn sight. <laughs> right? <laughs> Sexy sight. It's a low. It's a low point. Yeah. That's crazy, man. That is and so crazy. now you guys you're you're Bison Union peacemaker and all this. Yes, sir. Yeah. What do you yeah. think about that? Oh man, it's cool. It's it's really neat for me to be involved with Bert and you guys, you know. I mean it's a it's a it's a path that I never expected that I would ever go down and 
get to be a part of. And man, I think it's great. I think the my world, which is the ranch and farming industry and the veteran military world, I think they need to be a little closer knit and tied in a little better, which they're starting to be, in my opinion. Well, and, I was going to say that. Like that's what I get when I when I look at bison units. It's ranching, Texas, not only Texas, but just like the outdoors and. and you bet being a rancher and then you still have some military presence in it. And I think it goes hand in hand yeah, with it. I mean, cause on. that's the way that I grew up. And I know a lot of the guys that are listening probably grew up on a small farm. Yeah, and you know, dude, a lot of people like the thought of being outside in the wilderness for extended periods of time in the wilderness can be out in the middle of a pasture or something. Right. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that the concept of that, like absolutely they can't get their arms around it. Like we'll go you know, camping or I'll go hunting or whatever, you know, in the backwoods or something and hike in and pack in and, and, set up camp for a few days and like there's some people the concept of that is they just there's no way they could understand because yeah, they're not used to it they never experienced it so right. it's just completely foreign yeah. concept yeah for sure it's like anything in life well, yeah, it's like getting comfortable. are you talking shit to ross right now because that's what i feel like you're doing breaker <laughs> no i do i mean i would love to talk to ross about one topic but i'm not going to do it you can oh. go feel fire, fire away well i mean it's about football no, Urban. God. Oh, of course. I, I, you know what? Urban's going to be fine. He'll be coaching. I think he gets a two two game suspension. And I think he's coaching this year. If you got to take off, Buster, no worries. All right, man. I all appreciate right. y'all. Yeah, thanks for coming on. That's yeah, awesome. No, yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for coming Enjoy on. It. I mean, thank shit. Uh, yeah. f- for real, man. Thank. This has been one of the funnest shows ever, man. This was like back in the old <laughs> days. We just have all our friends on and fuck shit up. Um, Love you, Bird. Okay. Well, no, thanks, I appreciate Buster. It. Thank y'all, man. Y'all have a good day. Appreciate that. Nice chat with you. Yeah, man. Salt of the earth right there. Love you, Bert. Thanks, guys. Matt and I do want to come ride a horse, though. Yes, yeah. we will. We'll be up there. I'm going to buy some beef. I'm going to ride a horse. Together. I'll be on the back. You'll be in the front. Yeah. Hell sure. yeah. You can- <laughs> sure. Shirtless. However you want to do it. Hell yeah. And well, then I think, I think Jared just left the studio. Good. Just, good. He was, uh, look, he we're, was we're, napping in the corner. We're at the, yep. we're at the end of the show, so this is where we get to the drinking bro of the week. Uh, on three episode 300. Uh, first of all, we want to thank all of our listeners for staying with us for 300 episodes. Uh, and the show keeps growing. Last month was actually our highest month ever. Um, so thank you for continuing to listen. Uh, thanks thank for you, telling man. your friends about it. More importantly, our drinking bro of the week this week for episode 300 is actually our drinking bros admins. Um, if you don't know, our the drinking bros was actually started by Jared Taylor. Uh, it was a Facebook group uh, that has grown from one to over 100,000. There's a bunch of subgroups, and there's a bunch of administrators who have to monitor all of, all of these just to make sure that there's no nudity or fuckery uh, to an extreme level going on. Um, and to all of our Drinking Bros admins who run all of these pages, uh, we are unbelievably grateful. Uh, you are our Drinking Bros of the week for episode 300. Uh, thank you for keeping the, the Facebook going and making sure shit doesn't get too wild uh, in there. And hey, that, Ross, can I ask a little bit on that? Absolutely. Today's uh, National Purple Heart Day, so to all the guys out there that have one or two or 20, uh, I guess enjoy your day at sucking at your job. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. oh, boy. Savage. I can say that. I got two, okay? <laughs> and I, I would like to throw something out there. So... Um, in, in addition to being a friend, like I, I help with the Black Rifle Twitter, and uh, <laughs> I love Twitter. So listen, if yeah. anybody out there has Twitter, make sure you're following Drinking Bros on Twitter. Ross does a phenomenal job with that. And then also you're making, you make sure you're following Black Rifle on Twitter, B-L-C-K, not A, no A, just B-L-C-K, Black Rifle Coffee. Just make sure. Look just at that. that. Just plugging away. I yeah, like yeah. it. I like it. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll, uh, 
love 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 me the drinking bros thanks for all the hard work it's been a fucking fun ride and there's just only going to be more uh, fuckery and fun times to be had in community so i'm super stoked yeah and we and we have no plans to end this anytime soon so don't think that 300 Fuck no. like we're th- hey, this will keep no. going Ross, as, as long as we can Ross, how's the uh, sports uh, the sports uh, gig going? It's doing great, man. It's it, truthfully, it's only about three or four thousand uh, behind the, the the regular show, so it's awesome. And we didn't know there was that many sports fanatics out there. Um, and it's it's rad. And we're we're coming to a city near you every two weeks. Nice. So uh, on the first week of September, it starts. We will be in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, we're already in talks to meet up with uh, all the drinking bros there to tailgate, uh, go to the Eagles game and hang out. Uh, the September 15th, we will be in Dallas, Texas um, for the Ohio state TCU game. Baker, we'd love to have you if you're in town. And then the following TCU. night, we're going to uh, the Dallas Cowboys giants game as well. Yeah. And, and then you guys are doing an interview with Corey Proctor who played uh, OL uh, offensive lineman for the Cowboys for like six years. Correct. Yes. And yeah. so every week there's a different celebrity, um, not necessarily from, you know, uh, one singular sport. So it's for every sport. Uh, fucking skateboarding. We had uh, the. You'll just have me on the MMA one. That's the only you, we one. We will. So, yeah. as, uh, by, by, by the way, that that's the last one. So, um, we're also going to be in Vegas for the Conor McGregor fights. So that'll be uh, yes. Dan, Matt, and and I uh, will be doing Khabib. A, uh, yeah, exactly. We'll be doing a show live from the Conor Khabib fight. Crispy's coming too. We just got verbal. Yeah, I'm going. Great. That's one of the things though about Matt that is a mild irritant, like the MMA thing, like. So, what? like, if I were to go up to, like, you know, Kit Cope or, or Jeremy Horn or Josh, I was like, man, I'll whoop your ass. They'd be like, they just wouldn't acknowledge me. But, like, if you say that to you, you'd be like, oh, really? You're going to get a taste. You're going to get a taste of this today. I just do that to you to have fun. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, like, it's like you don't know how, like, good you are at that type of stuff. It's like, hey, Matt, I'll fuck you up. Oh, really? How, have a taste. Have a, here's a sample. <laughs> have you ever watched the fight with Matt and he, like, picks the whole fight and you're like, thanks, bro. Like. What I pick? What do you mean? Pick the whole fight? Like you, you were just calling everything. Oh, like, oh, oh, commentating a fight. <laughs> well, yeah, he's like, he should have done this. You should have done that. Oh, wait, this is coming, and I'm like, God damn it, Matt! I'll shut up more. What no, do you know? No, 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 no. It's no, I like it, but I'm like, you know too much. I did. I get. I got Rogan a few times. I was like a, a couple seconds ahead. I was yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> and it was like Matt and then Rogan. And I was like, oh, oh, cool. No, but you're <laughs> passionate about that. Like, I mean, you get it's into great. that. Yeah I'm, yeah. I'm just a fan. I actually like it when you when I watch a fight with people that really know what they're talking about because, yeah. I mean, I'm a pure white belt BJJ. I don't know shit. You know, I've just been doing it a few months, and you watching want, you want to row wa- watching high level matches at my level of of experience i have no clue what's going and i don't know how things get set up so like watching it with someone like matt who knows what they're doing it's actually quite important but i'm i'm nothing compared to some commentator those guys are so fucking well versed no but it's fun going to a fight some of them are too knowledgeable man some of them are too knowledgeable yeah, yeah and, and it's fun going to a fight with you because you can you break down like like undercards that are like up and comers that not a lot of people know about and i'm like how the fuck do you know about yeah. this um, so did. I'm amped I, to do that show with you, and uh, be it'd be fun. great if Randy Couture. Now I have to do all my fucking research for that card, so I don't sound like an asshole. Well, you didn't even, I don't know if you did research on that card that we were watching, but you were calling out people. I didn't even know who they were, and you were like, "This is so and so," and blah blah. I was like, "Oh, cool." Just a fan, just a fan. Yeah. Well, fuck yeah. So what a fun so, one. So yeah, thanks, we'll, we'll be in, we'll on, be in a city near you every two weeks, uh, going throughout the entire fall. So uh, come out and join us in these cities and we, we'd love to party with you and we're also we, we have a mobile kit so we're going to be doing these shows live from bars so you can actually sit with us uh, you know grab a microphone we'll talk to you on the show in your city uh, you can tell us about your favorite teams and, and or athletes um, 
This was an awesome show. Uh, Baker, thanks for being on. Crispy, always a fucking pleasure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome, wasn't it, Ross? Yeah. And Jared's back. <laughs> oh, Jared, Jared. I know that's a hard one. So you got to be like for Jared Taylor, Evan Hafer, Baker, Omar, Matt, Best, Matt Bert, Ross, Bert, Bert yeah. and Buster. Can, can he do it? Can he do it? Let's 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 see how his announcing yeah, Absolutely. Here we, here we go. So, Don't say Omar. Say Crispy, right, right, So for Crispy, Buster, <laughs> Baker, Bert, Matt Best, Jared Taylor, Evan Hafer, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Drinking Bros, right? I made it. We did that. Yeah. We'll play. We'll play. We got it. Nothing can stop us. We're all the way up. All the way up. Uh, happy 300, everybody. Thanks for listening. Good night. <laughs>